I'm Steph. And I'm Drew. And you're listening to Spirited Spirits. So in this new season, um, you know, I know you like to talk about more of the supernatural stuff, mm-hmm. um, but I want to talk about a little bit more of the man-made horrors, like disappearances, murders, cults. Yeah. And I'm going to go ahead and start with the big one. Uh, I think we should start talking about Scientology and the disappearance of Shelley Miscavige. Yeah, I'm a little nervous about this one just because um, they're, they make me nervous. Um, when you hear about the things that they do, the great lengths they go to, um, to research people, to hire a PI. And so it's just a little unnerving. But Well, we don't, I don't think we have enough followers. We have like 15 <laughs> followers. So uh, whoever, if there's a Scientologist listening to this podcast, just, you know. Maybe skip this one. Go about your way. <laughs> All right, so I could probably do a complete series on Scientology because the history is so vast. However, I'm going to give a very quick overview of the history of Scientology, and we will get into the actual case. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and start paraphrasing an article from history.com. Okay. In 1950, Ron Hubbard published his best-selling book, Dianetics, before creating the Church of Scientology in 1954. Isn't it L. Ron Hubbard? Do you know what L stands for? Oh, I didn't look that up, to be honest. All right, go ahead. Um, Yeah. Before creating the church, Hubbard left college after two years to create pulp science fiction stories in the 1930s. Science fiction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. In Dianetics, he discusses that the analytical mind is in charge of making decisions for daily survival. However, the reactive mind, related to stress and trauma, takes over and can scar with negative experiences called engrams. To get rid of engrams, you need to have an auditing session. Hmm. Okay, so what's an auditing session? It's a one-on-one session where these feelings are purged with the help of a counselor in the Scientology church. Mm -hmm. In 1952, Hubbard then introduced the E-meter, which measures electricity in your body as you answer these questions. Hmm. So I think you've seen pictures of it. It's like that thing with the two cans that they're holding on to. It it looks like two soup cans that you're holding on to that reads your electricity okay go ahead yeah i mean i know our bodies generate electricity so i'm just curious as to right okay go ahead so as you quote unquote go clear which means you go up like this ladder spending boatloads of money you earn you learn the truth of scientology um and this is from the wikipedia article i think you were right the first time you earn the truth of scientology you yeah. just said you spend. Both, You're right. But Maybe like, that's a yeah. Freudian slip, I guess. <laughs> um, but they learned that Xenu is a figure in the Church of Scientology's secret advanced technology, 
a sacred and esoteric teaching. Mm -hmm. According to the technology, Zeno was the extraterrestrial ruler of a galactic confederacy who Mm -hmm. brought billions of his people to Earth. They are known as, and I'm going to butcher this, the Tegeak. In DC-8, like spacecraft, 75 million years ago, stacked them around volcanoes and killed them with hydrogen bombs. Hmm. Official Scientology scriptures hold that the Thetans, which are immortal spirits of these aliens, adhere to humans, causing spiritual harm. Okay. This was also so, this is also shown in an episode of South Park. That's one of my favorite. <laughs> that is actually that is my favorite South Park episode. One hundred percent. That is yeah. my favorite. Yes. That so, and the Mormon one. <laughs> so there are different like rankings when it comes to Scientology, and one of them is the Com- Commodore's Messenger Organization, the CMO. Okay? okay, and it's part of the Sea Org. Okay, so there's a lot of like naval influences in Scientology mm-hmm. and even L. Ron Hubbard had a yacht called the Apollo okay. um, in I think like the 1970s. So it's really odd like with so Scientologists will just kind of volunteer their children at this time to be on this ship. Okay, this or, is in the 70s? This is in the 70s. Okay. Um, to work. Okay, and it's like it's the utmost importance to them to Mm -hmm. to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, And on the Apollo, that's like like I said, that's L. Ron Hubbard's yacht. Yes. Okay, and so the case at hand. So Shelley Miscavige joined the Commodore's Messenger Association um, organization. Yeah, in the seventies. Okay. And so she was twelve years old. Damn. Okay. Okay. She was responsible for personally servicing L. Ron mm. Hubbard upon his yacht, like running errands for him, running messages from one person to the other, um, those things. Like one thing that I she was researched, 12. she was 12. She was also responsible Jesus. for like putting his jacket on when he got up from like the table, which is really odd. Yeah. Okay. So they're almost like, in, they're, they're almost like, groomed. well, they're almost indentured servants to him. Okay. Yeah. So as she rose up the rank, she made a name for herself, and then she met David Miscavige. And at 21, they got married at 1980, in 1982. Okay. So after Hubbard died yes. in 1986, David Miscavige, who was, or who was a high-ranking Sea Org and protege of Hubbard, took over leadership of Scientology as a whole, and he's been in leadership ever since. Okay, so real quick, one thing I wanted to mention. We did not talk about our cocktail. Oh, yeah. it's, on, <laughs> it's on Instagram. We're calling it the Clearwater just because we haven't yet really got to that. But the headquarters of Scientology is in Clearwater, Florida. Yes. And the cocktail is actually very similar to a French gimlet, which um, is made with gin, um, St. Germain, and lime juice. And we did gin saint germain lemon juice and a little bit of simple syrup to give it a little bit of sweetness um and it's very clear so clear water florida i don't know we just i just wanted to drink it because it tasted good i don't have to have an excuse but <laughs> it is still dry as january <laughs> we anyway so all that to say that we did do a lot of research 
um, for this podcast. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I found interesting is that David Miscavige took over after L. Ron Hubbard died, that they actually believed that L. Ron Hubbard was going to be like resurrected. Like he was going to come back to life. Yes. That's some of the stuff that we had watched in Leah Rimney. So there's a, there's a belief that that he will come back and to the point where like Christ, the Christ, like the savior. So, so even to the point where a lot of the Scientology buildings will build an office for him, or and he also has they've also built numerous houses for him. Mm-hmm. So when he does come back, that he has places to stay and places to work. Jeez. Which okay. is like millions and millions of dollars. Which remember that considering it's a church, it has tax exempt status, so it right. doesn't pay taxes on any of the things Well, and so what's interesting here is now he this, so David Miscavige is now the high ranking uh or he is the the leader now of Scientology yes. and his wife and so, is Shelley so yes so let's let's move on okay but um so kind of like going back to like the Sea Org in the 70s okay that's where like children were just kind of volunteered off right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and a lot of times like i said the families were completely okay with it right okay. mm-hmm. so you might be asking about like Shelley. what about the family what about the family of Shelley yeah how how are they okay with letting their 12 year old daughter go on a f- freaking boat with some man yeah i mean like that's that's the thing i mean it's the 70s so and it's a i think time. but also i think I, they thought that it was a privilege yes it was so a privilege was, for her to be on this yes boat. like that's that was a thing like they, they it was a <clears> sense of pride to send your children to this to this boat to the like, sea org. like you were going to no not not just a sea org but to be on the apollo to with be L. on Ron his Hubbard. boat yeah. like that was a sense of pride like you would tell your other family friends about like well little charlotte is you know on the on the sea org and I she's hear that. I so just... i think it's a different it's definitely like a different time so yeah that doesn't even so me. i so dialing like kind of really back into yes, shelly yes um you know, I asked you where you think, well, like, what happened to her family? Mm-hmm. So, according to, again, the Wikipedia who sourced Tony Ortega, which Tony Ortega has been sourced numerous times because he is a former Scientologist who speaks out on a variety of topics. Okay, so I'm quoting here. Shelly Miscavige's mother, Mary Florence, her nickname was Flo, uh, Fike Barnett, was a longtime Scientologist who later resigned. Mm-hmm taking her with her copies of confidential upper level materials. Oh, damn. She joined David Mayo's Advanced Ability Center, Center, which was an independent Scientology organization considered to be like paradoxical uh, by the Church of Scientology. According to testimony by former high-ranking church executive Vicky and I'm going to pronounce, pronounce this wrong, Anz Narnen. <laughs> As Naren. Yeah. The fact that David Miscavige was linked to her, Flo Barnett, by familiar ties was extremely repugnant to him and to his wife. So on September 8th, 1985, Flo Barnett was found dead (gasps) at age 52 from a shot to the head from a Ruger 10-22 rifle. Oh, shit. The body also had three rifle shots. To the chest, one surface wound, one through a breast implant, mm. and one that passed through the left lung. Breast implant. Wait, hold on. Rib. Can we real quick? Breast You're implant. Focus on that? 
Yes. What What is that bitch doing with a breast implant? Because I, I thought the okay. Scientologists were like really anti. Uh, I don't know about that. Doctor and anti like medicine. They've got to be anti breast implant. I don't know if they're anti doctor. I thought they were. No, I don't think mental so. health. They're anti mental health. Well, but they're not anti doctor. Well, well, I'm so so sorry. They're they're not anti breast implant. <laughs> <laughs> right okay i just so, wanna, i want to clarify that real quick. right um so she also had one that had passed through the left lung and fractured her jesus rib. so there were superficial slash marks on her wrists that were identified in an autopsy report as possible having been a few days old despite the admitting very 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 unusual circumstances of multiple gunshot wounds and the unwieldy nature of the weapon her death was ruled consistent with suicide fuck that that's ridiculous so that's yes so that's i want that's you, I, ridiculous. I want you to put a pin in that for later okay 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 so okay. david miscavige strongly denied any part in his mother-in-law's death in an affidavit on the case calling a personal tragedy in my family's life. Mm-hmm. However, in the presence of other witnesses, he was reported to exclaim, that bitch got what she deserved. Whoa. Okay. Where are you finding this info? Again, it's on the Wikipedia of Scientology and stuff, but also it's been sort like, it's I'm been not saying it's sourced. Wrong. It's just... been sourced by Tony Ortega's like blog. So, um, mm-hmm. so that... Mrs. Miscavige's father, Maurice Elliott Barnett, died in 2010. I do know his dad. Didn't his dad separate from him? Are we going to talk about that? No, that's, that's yes. But that's, okay, but that's Shelley's dad that died. So, oh. oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, so kind of moving on, and I'm kind of like dividing this into, I guess, chapters. Uh, we're going to talk about Hollywood and Scientology. So it's pretty well known that there are some well-known celebrities who are Scientologists. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, Tom Cruise is probably at the top of that list um, when you think of celebrities in Scientology. At least still in Scientology. Right. <laughs> Did you know, though, that Shelley Miscavige was instrumental in the union of Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes? I sure as shit did not know that. Right. So according to author Lawrence Wright... She was closely involved in Scientology's liaison with its high, highest prof- like profile member, Tom mm-hmm. Cruise. I you remember when we went on vacation and um, we were in Clearwater that one time. Yes. Jim pointed out where um, his, where allegedly mm-hmm. his like condo or like his like, you know, top like the penthouse was. The penthouse. Of, of Tom okay. Cruise. Mm-hmm. Um, when Tom Cruise began a three-year relationship with Penelope Cruise. Which was after one of my favorite movies. Vanilla um, Sky. Vanilla Sky. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I like it, but I just do. So Miscavige, and this is, again, this is Shelley Miscavige, supervised Cruz's auditing and helped her through Scientology's purification rundown program. Okay. After the end of the Cruz, um, Cruise, 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 <laughs> Cruise, and Tom Cruise. Miscavige was reported to have led a Scientology program to find a new girlfriend. <laughs> For Tom Cruise. Oh, okay. Around a hundred young Scientology actresses were interviewed, though they were not told why. Oh, okay. So an actress named again, gonna butcher this name, um, Nazin Bodina, was introduced to Cruise and dated him for a few months 
before he broke off the relationship in January 2005. The search resumed with more actresses invited to audition for what, audition. They, what they thought was a role in a forthcoming <laughs> Mission Impossible film. <laughs> fucking kidding me and eventually concluded with katie holmes meeting and marrying cruz hmm. so his attorney denies that any scientology executive set him up with girlfriends okay sure yeah okay yep i believe you mr okay. attorney so i know we're kind of like going back and forth here but there's a point to this. Okay, okay. So, since being at the helm of Scientology, there have been a number of allegations made against uh, David Miscavige. What? No. Right. Really? Um, these include claims of human trafficking, <gasps> child abuse, slavery, forced separation of family members, coercive uh, fundraising practices, harassment of journalists, and Church of Scientology critics, and emotional and physical abuse of subordinates of Miscavige. Um, in which is called the hole, and that's actually that's where they like beat the shit, or he beats the shit out of people, right? Yes. So like that's some of the research we've done again was watching. I, Leah, we, I, we're going to go ahead and admit we love Leah Remini and the Scientology and the Aftermath show. Love it. So they talk about the hole. We watched was... it from the very beginning, and then right. we just rewatched some parts. Yeah, and so the hole is a. It's like two buildings kind of like put together on one of the compounds um where people are taken and left there for days months years and beaten um into subordination pretty mm -hmm, much mm -hmm. um if you want to see again if you want to see individual stories of the alleged claims um i would check out a couple of things there's a documentary on hbo called going clear mm -hmm. scientology in the prison of belief leah remney scientology in the aftermath mm -hmm. um as well some of the research I did was two YouTubers. Uh, one is called Growing Up in Scientology and the Angry Thetan. So now that we've kind of gone through this history and kind of seeing how like Shelly. And you talked briefly in, about it. Yeah, I mean, you've, you've, you've kind of had to sum everything up. And like, I had to sum a lot of stuff I up. I don't know, in, 17, in 17 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, but now I want to go into the actual disappearance of Shelly Miscavige. Yes, let's do that. So now we're going to talk about the wedding. Um, so Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes wedding on November 19th, 2006 was considered to be the wedding of the century mm. from A-list celebrities to higher ups in the Church of Scientology. Everyone was there except one person. Who do you think that was, Steph? Shelly. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I already know. So Shelly Miscavige was not there. And she should have been there. Yes. So this was reported again by Leah Rimney um, on her docu-show, Scientology in the Aftermath. She stated that it was odd considering that David Miscavige was so close to Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes and was his best man that his wife was not there. It's awkward. So when Leah, who was a very close... Well, She's, like, well, she said that she had sent letters, like yeah. she was in correspondence with Shelley Miscavige, like they would casually kind of be in conversation with one another. She said that she was a friend and and then she kind of dials it back and is like, you know, we talked a little bit. There was correspondence. We, right. There was correspondence. And then for her to not all of a sudden respond to her, she found right. that troubling. Like she could not right. get her to respond. So, um, when she questioned where Shelly was. Yeah, why wasn't she there? She was met with pushback, and one of David Miscavige's 
quote unquote alleged henchman mm-hmm. stated, you don't have the fucking rank to ask where Shelly is. And Remini has said, I don't have the rank to ask where a human being is. Right. Like, I mean, it doesn't matter whether or not this, she was best friends with Shelly or not. She was just simply asking a question about where a person was. It right. should be there. And she was met not, with that kind of hostility. And she's also, and she's also said, this isn't just like a regular person. This is as if, because in in the Church of Scientology, this is like the president and the president's wife. Right. So it'd be like if Joe Biden's wife wasn't showing up for an event. Exactly. Would be... You would ask that question. Where right. Where is she? Where the fuck is she? So Rimney was then forced to, quote unquote, deprogram um, for numerous months for the crime of asking where Shelley was. Right. Yeah. So when Rimney left Scientology in 2013, the first thing... So it took her a few years to actually... Yeah, and I think that's the thing again with with cults, and mm-hmm. this, and I'm gonna call it a cult because it ha- if it if it looks like a cult and it smells like a cult, call it a cult. cult. <laughs> um, with the thing with cults is it takes a while to to move away from it mm-hmm. because you're so invested in these belief strategies and these belief like doctrines mm-hmm. that. This is all you believe, and this is everything that you thought and was And you're going not allowed on. to question. You're not allowed to question. If you question anything in Scientology, you're met with aggression, and you're you're met with just the idea of your... You're, like you're a, considered a, a suppressive person, right? That's it. That's it. That was the word I was like. Suppressive person. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why it took so long. Mm-hmm. So she moves away from, you know, in 2013. And like I said, the first thing she does when she gets out is she files a missing person report on Shelly Miscavige. Mm-hmm. LAPD came back and said, hey, we talked to her. She's fine. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. So Rimney, who was a friend, again, like I said, of Miscavige, um, has said that she has not received any contact from her prior to, you know, or like anything like after 2006. She hasn't received a letter or any type of communication. Right. And again, this was a person who she had been correspondence with. Right. Yes. And um, she has always kind of attempt. she's always attempted to find her. Mm-hmm. And it's been quite a while that, you know, like I said, that she's been missing. Yeah. Okay. So here we're kind of fast forwarding to relatively present day. So recently, as of 2022... Yes. Leah Rimney posts a post on Twitter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she states, she details that a 34 year old, or I'm sorry, 34 year vet of the LAPD, Corey Palaka, who was in charge of the division when she filed her missing person report all those years ago. Um, so she shows a photo of him accepting a $20,000 check from Scientology for, quote, LAPD charity in 2016. So in other words, Scientology has their fingers deeply embedded in LAPD. Mm-hmm. Like they're, It's very odd. There's they, some money exchanging going on, right. potentially. And so like that's, that's the thing, too. Allegedly. I, yeah, we're going to say allegedly <laughs> numerous times on this podcast. Um, so it, it's one of those things where, you know, these, these folks are very rich and they have tax. Like I said, they have taxism status. Mm-hmm. So they have all these millions of dollars that people are, are putting in to do all their programming and their auditing. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's a kind of a pyramid scheme, too, because as you go up it the ladder, a pyramid scheme. Yeah, you, as you go up the ladder, you're paying more and more money for these things. 
Um, so they have millions and millions of dollars mm-hmm. to also use as hush money mm-hmm. and to use as like, hey, we'll, we'll kind of put some stuff under the table here mm-hmm. if you make all this go away. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, they also get money when they get people recruited. Right. But here, here, Scientology. But here's the thing, too. Mm-hmm. Is that she details that Palaka was assigned to Scientology complaints, so he was very chummy with Scientology executives and was mm-hmm. even asked to come have lunch at the Celebrity Center, yeah, which is in Clearwater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At one point, she shows another photo where a Scientology informative kiosk was added to the police headquarters in the Hollywood Division office of the LAPD. So what that means is, is that Palaka. So he basically said, oh, yeah, like you can put this. You can do whatever you want, dude. Just give me more money. Yeah, you can put this informational kiosk. So it's like if anything, like you put like any type of church related thing inside of an LAPD, you know, or police, you know, precinct. Yeah. And I mean, it's just it's just there. And there's a picture of it. Mm -hmm. So, okay, so Shelly Miscavige has now been missing for 17 years. Yeah, it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. I mean, the fact that she hasn't at least once come out and spoken and said anything just to acknowledge, hey, I'm here. <laughs> right. Hi. Well, well, even. Hey, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> okay, Great. Taylor. Re- like, to be <laughs> sorry. Um, but I mean, the thing is, though, is even um, Scientology could have used her face and be like, hey, I'm yeah. here. Yeah. And. That would have just quieted everything. Yeah. So, but we'll get into that. Okay. So there have been a couple of counts of people stating they saw her at markets flanked by two large security guards. Like, however, nothing recently. Um, So, however, a recent joke Joke. brought everything back into the forefront of the media's Are you talking about the, um, the awards show? Yes. Okay. So on January 10th, the Golden Globes aired, mm-hmm. hosted by comedian Jared Carmichael. Okay. He said, hey, backstage, I found these three Golden Globe Awards that Tom Cruise returned. I think maybe we take these three things and exchange them for the safe return of Shelley Miscavige. Yeah. So this joke was met with some awkward laughs, but mostly stunned silence. Yeah, well, because there's a lot of actors who are mm-hmm. in there are. There's, there's a lot of actors there. I heard Leah Rimney loved it, though. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> She praised him. So now, like, the, here's the thing. She, she, Shelly Miscavige is now back, kind, was back in the spotlight for a quick minute. Newsweek released an article on um, January 11th, mm-hmm. 2023. Okay. Asking if Shelly Miscavige had been found. Okay. The reasoning behind that is a YouTuber, again, by the name of Aaron Smith Levine, whose channel is growing up in Scientology, which is, it's actually really fascinating. Um, he, he does a lot of videos hmm. regarding that. Okay. Um, he released a video narrating another YouTuber called The Angry Theme. Are you with me so far? Kind of. Okay. okay. So he had a video of another Yes. Guys. So the okay. angry the angry Thetan ha- does a lot of drone footage of oh, bases. Oh, he goes in and like uses the drone. He to uses it. Yes, he uses a drone to invest investigate different bases. Okay. Um, to show kind of what they look like to the outside world. These secret bases of Scientology that have never really been talked about. Okay. Um, 
So he has footage of a drone flying over one of Scientology's top secret bases in Twin Peaks, California. (gasps) Twin Peaks. It shows numerous buildings dotted along a vast compound that's covered by large trees. Okay. In the video, he says he believes that this is where Shelley Miscavige is being held or works. Okay. He even zooms in on the exact cottage that he believes that she is at. Okay. However, the footage of the base shows very little activity. There's very little cars there. It almost looks abandoned. Okay, finish up because I have some thoughts. Right. So what's odd about this base specifically is what is located there. Mm-hmm. It's called the Church of Spiritual Technology, and its purpose is to make sure that L. Ron Hubbard's text stands the test of time, mm-hmm. even through a nuclear blast. So they are using technology there to make sure that his text of Dianetics and the Church of Scientology, like, you know, the, the Xenu stuff, all that, all that. It's um, science fiction? Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. Stands the test of time mm-hmm. through a nuclear blast. Okay, so I have a few thoughts. Okay. Uh, because Shelley Miscavige has been so ingrained in this world since she was 12 years old, or even be even younger, and she was personally handling L. Ron Hubbard's shit... I think she either, based on what I've seen, she either was like, what the fuck is going on um, when her husband David took over and she has been put away to like be silenced or she's biding her time hoping that L. Ron Hubbard is coming back. So that's the only thing I can think of is that she believes that L. Ron Hubbard is going to come back and save them all. So she's hiding out of this secret base. I don't think that's what it is. I, I mean, I don't know what it I, is. So here's... Okay. We're, you tell me what you think it is. So a couple things. Okay. One um, one of the things that got me when we were kind of researching this and kind of going through the episodes of the Scientology and the Aftermath mm-hmm. is I talked to... And I forgot what her name is, but she's it, she was the aide to Shelley Miscavige. Oh, 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 what, shit, what was her name? And and she, um, she noticed at one point that she was getting ready to get into a car. It was very close to the time that she was getting ready to basically disappear off the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. And she was crying, but she moved her head away and, like, wiped away her tears because she, she knew that she wasn't allowed... To have this aide, who was a younger girl, see her crying. What my theory is, mm-hmm. is that, um, and even though it's a pretty depressing theory, is that Dave Miscavige or his subordinates or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, in the in the 1980s, her mom got killed under kind of odd circumstances. Mm-hmm. So... I think that she, because she was getting, she was getting ready to kind of do the same thing as her mom. Like mm-hmm. she was, when she was l- not leaving the Scientology, but she had, David Scavage came back from a trip and she was like, she had like done some more stuff like regarding like things that he didn't approve of. Yeah. And that's like when she kind of disappeared. Okay. And so I'm kind of, it, it's a pattern of behavior. I think, didn't she hire people that he didn't approve of? I think that's what it was. She hired some people that he did not approve of. And so, um, you know, this guy is very controlling. 
He's a narcissist. Personality um, disorder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that probably probably she disappeared for a while but i'm kind of wondering at this point if she is still alive or not because i'm i'm thinking the fact that she hasn't been seen in quite a while in the public eye you really think that i think this guy is so much in power that he can make anybody disappear that's really fucked up so but here's the kicker okay where is David Miscavige at this point? David Miscavige is also now missing. As of 12 2022 mm-hmm. lawyers in a federal investigation have tried to serve him 27 times Jesus. over the past four months on federal child trafficking charges filed by three former Scientologists stating that they were trafficked into the Sea Org at a long, young age and forced to work for very little or no money between the years of 2009 and 2012. They have attempted to find him at 10 different Scientology locations. So there's an article on uh, tampabay.com. Okay. And it says, Miscavige's attorneys filed declarations from Scientology representatives stating he is a resident of California, not Florida. Oh, okay. They said he has not evaded service, but was not present during any of the processes, attempts to deliver documents at various properties. Mm-hmm. But when attorneys attempted to serve Miscavige in, in an unrelated lawsuit in Los Angeles in 2021, Miscavige then challenged their efforts because he was thousands of miles away in, Clear- mm-hmm. in Clearwater. Oh, convenient. According to journalist Tony Ortega, mm-hmm. again, who runs a blog, Critical of Scientology. Mm-hmm. So, Steph, yeah. do you think she's still alive? I, well, I'm, I'm really, I, okay, I don't know. I don't know. I, I want to believe maybe she is because I, because her close connection to L. Ron Hubbard maybe gives her some credibility that David feels like he needs. And so she is waiting for the second coming, so to speak, of L. Ron Hubbard. But I don't know. Like, I mean, LAPD, which is never like... I think that's like they're notorious for like doing a shit job. I'm sorry. I love you guys. Not really, but really. Um, So (laughs) from what I've heard, um, it's just they are not doing their job in the way that it should be done. Yes. So especially if if they're collecting checks from Scientology, um, they are not doing their job properly. So I don't know. Like if she's so ingrained in the doctrine of L. Ron Hubbard and believing that he is the second coming and he will, like he will be resurrected and he will come and he will show them the way. And I, I don't know. Like I, I just want to give her a hug and tell her no. So here's, here's the other thing too, though, is that, um, like I said, I did a lot of research on this topic and I, I think that she was alive for quite a while. You're not sure? I'm not sure now. And the reason why I'm saying that is the following. Like, again, she hasn't been seen for quite a while. Um, the drone footage, I watched all of it. Okay. And that that place looks deserted. There's There's hardly any cars there. And if that is the place where you are working to 
try to like take Elrond Hubbard's texts and make them impenetrable to a nuclear blast. Like that seems like that would be the most important thing ever, right? For them, yeah. that place should be buzzing. That should place should have like numerous people. And maybe it's a misdirect. Maybe that's not actually where it is. Could yeah. be. That could be. But, um, or that, and maybe that's just a misdirect of where she is. Mm-hmm. But the fact that she's been missing for now 17 years, no one in America really can go that long without being, like, with being missing unless at one point they are deceased. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, and I know she's, I know she was like a very, like there's very affluence there there's a lot of money so they can make her disappear and like say you get to live the rest of your life out at this one location but if you step out of this location you're dead no cell phone no nothing and i'm sure that if that's that fear going in then she is going to stay there yeah i mean so i just i i don't know my but again the reason why i wanted to research this topic was because the Golden Globes, honestly. <laughs> like, I, I I heard that joke and I was like, oh, yeah, Scientology. Oh, yeah, that's a cult. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, like, they make people disappear and they, they this is a pattern of, again, behavior. Yeah. And sometimes I mean... that is scarier than supernatural stuff. And I would say this, and again, like, we're a small little podcast, but David Miscavige scares me. And the reason why that is, he is a man of power. He's a man with a lot of money. And he's a man... Tax-exempt status. Tax-exempt status. <laughs> and he is a man that would do anything to protect that. Mm-hmm. So. I don't trust anyone who feels that they are a leader who is above the law. Right. Like, I mean, I and I mean that for... Scientology, I mean, like, for Christianity, like, if you think you're above the law and you can get away with shit because you have a lot of money, have a lot of money, but that's just fucked up. So, listeners, we're kind of winding down on this episode. Yeah. I'm sorry. I've had enough gin to feel just good enough to... Probably go to bed. Yeah. Probably (laughs) go to bed. Um... So where do you think Shelly is? We'd love to hear your yeah, I don't know. your uh, your theories. Because, I mean, maybe I'm missing something. Um, but email us at contactspiritedspirits at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Spirit and Spirits and Instagram at spirited underscore spirits underscore podcast. We hope you enjoyed tonight's episode. We hope you'll join us next week when we talk about spirits while sipping on spirits. Bye. Bye.